Hi, everyone. This is Renee Rentmeister. I'm the creator and executive producer of the Cooking Without Looking TV show and podcast. And today we are in luck. We have Jessica Clay here all the way from California. Jessica, welcome. Good afternoon, Renee. It's a pleasure. Why, thank you. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. Um, as, as we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, tell us about your blindness. Okay, well, um, as you said, my name is Jessica. I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area in, Cal in California, born and raised. Uh, I'll be 43 here in about four weeks. And I was actually not born blind. I was sighted until about 2012. I started having some issues with my vision. And I was sent by doctor referral to an ophthalmologist. And at that point, they told me that I was diabetic and I had some slight retinal bleeding, but wasn't anything too major. And they actually went in and did a couple of procedures with the laser. And it seemed to hold off uh, the vision. I, I still had my vision. And a couple years later, it was the vision loss was coming back. It was getting worse. And they told me that I should probably spend some time in the operating room to have it fixed because the retinopathy was getting worse. Um, as I always say, once you open Pandora's box, it kind of snowballs from there. I had some very serious health issues. Uh, not only am I completely blind, I'm also a dialysis patient. Um, I have polycystic kidney disease, which is a hereditary form of kidney disease that I inherited from my dad. And so they told me I had to hold off on any eye surgery at that point because my body was not healthy enough to withstand going under the knife, for lack of a better word, so uh, what for surgery. Doing, what were you doing before you went blind? As far as my, my occupation? Yes. Were you a student? Were you, uh, were you working? What were you doing? I was working. I was working full-time for one of the largest energy companies here in California. Wow. And then there was no way, there was no way for you to continue your job after you went blind? No, there's, there's not really anything that I can do. It's all, you know, you have to think of the safety and the public safety and you have to have your vision so that you can see what you're doing. Yes. And so you, I'm sorry, go on. Oh, I was going to say, so um, I, I got, you know, got my health issues under control. You know, you gotta, if you're diabetic, the best, piece of advice I could give you is get that A1C under control. Um, you have to check your sugar. And uh, so four years ago, they said, okay, you're healthy enough. Let's, let's see what we can do here with your eyes. And the doctor told me I had a 50-50 shot of 
keeping the vision that I have or losing it completely. And so I had the surgery and unfortunately I did not gain my vision back. I, I lost it completely. I lost what I had. I lost everything. And wow. the last checkup with the, the doctor that I had, he basically signed a paper so that I could get a blue placard, a handicap placard. And he handed me a slip of paper and told my husband, here's some websites that she can look at that might be of use. And I'm thinking, how am I going to look at a website when I'm blind? I can't see it. <laughs> I know. I was just going to say that. <laughs> mm -hmm. So very frustrating. Um, along my path, I've had to learn a lot of things, how to do it myself. I ask a lot. I'm the type of person I ask a lot of questions. And I almost want to say that it was divine intervention one day. I was just feeling really down in the dumps. And, you know, I was praying, you know, please, please show me a way, show me a path, you know, so that I, I can have some of my life back, you know, I, I can do the things that I want to do. And a nonprofit out here, uh, the Lions Center for the Visually Impaired, I got in touch with them and they've just been wonderful. They sent somebody out to do uh, mobile therapy with me uh, to teach me how to use a cane. And they've just been an abundant source of knowledge for me to learn how to manage now that I am no longer sighted. Wow, that's amazing. What? How long did it take you um, to actually decide to do something? Was it right away? Did you go through a depression? You know, what was what was happening? I I did. Um, I think we all do. I think we all have that moment where you sit there and say, "Is this is this really my life? You know, is this?" Right. Is this what it's come to, you know, and you have to kind of, in my opinion, you have to take a look at yourself in the mirror. And I said, no, this isn't it. You know, I'm not done and I'm not going to let this stop me. I've, I've never let any setback or disability stop me before. So I'm not going to start now. That's great. How did your husband take all of this? He's been so amazing. I I could not have asked for a better partner in this life. He just, he really is my biggest cheerleader. He's, he supports any ambition that I have. And even if I don't succeed, he's the type of guy that just says, hey, you know what, you tried. You, you better you try and it didn't work than always wondering, well, I wonder if I could have done it. Wow, so, he seems like a real blessing in all of this. Oh, absolutely, he is. He's one of the biggest blessings in my life. I call him my seeing eye husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you don't put him on a harness. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Just his hand, no harness. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. What, um, so... You were telling me a little bit earlier that two of your favorite things are, are cooking and um and 
music. Now, how did you how did you start learning to cook without sight? Well, I guess I would say fortunately if if I had to to lose my sight, um the process has been it wasn't just one morning I woke up and it was no longer there, thank God. I I do know and I have some friends that that has happened to them where they went to bed one night and their vision was a little bit fuzzy and then they woke up the next morning and everything was just pitch black. Wow. Uh, with mine, it's I always describe it to be people as it's a slow moving train, if you will, mm -hmm. where I just kind of slowly went into darkness. And so I had some time to adjust and still be confident with using, you know, my chef's knife or an open flame, et cetera, and being comfortable with the tools that I had in the kitchen. So with the slow progression of the sight loss, that's been very helpful. That's amazing. That is good because like all of a sudden, if it happens, we had a, we had a lady on our show and she also had diabetic retinopathy and, She'd been going to the doctor and getting her diabetes treated and everything. And, and it was like you say, she just woke up one day and she had absolutely no sight whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I would have handled it, but I don't know. I, I can't speak on how I would have felt in that situation because I'm sure it's terrifying. Did you have to go to special um, cooking uh, classes um, uh, for blindness? No. I've I've never taken a, a cooking class with my vision loss. That's it's great. All what you have. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's your favorite thing to cook? Well, um, I'm known in the family for my baking skills. Um, I love to bake, and I do have a Facebook page called the Blind Baker. Yeah, um, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, and that that's been fun. I just I wanted to put it out there, not really. You know, a lot of people are. Oh, are you going to start a YouTube channel? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? And I said, no. I just want to put my recipes out there because people are always asking me for recipes and cooking tips, and I'm happy to I'm happy to indulge in that. I love to talk about cooking, so I figured if I could put it out there, it gives me a creative outlet. And if I could show one person that's struggling with a disability or losing their vision, et cetera, and say, hey, if I can do this, you can do this. You know, that's if it helps attitude. one person, I'm happy. That is, that is amazing. So, so you know, for your baking, do you have a special baking um, recipe that you like the most? Well, every every year at Christmas time, I get a request, I'll say, from family and friends. They love my snickerdoodles, my snickerdoodle oh. cookies. Wow. <laughs> those are, those those are a fan ever. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> those are actually sort of like difficult to make. They're tricky. They can be. They can be temperamental, especially... Baking is temperamental, which is a lot of people are amazed. They say you bake, you know, it, it's so precise. It's 
chemical reactions. It's exactly. It's like a science. You know, it, it is a science. And I just say, yeah, you, you got to be comfortable with the tools that you have. You really do. So. And well, how did your family react to all of this? Are they nervous that you're in the kitchen or uh, what, what do they say? Oh, no. My my husband tells people he trusts me with a knife more than he trusts himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's uh, exactly true. Yeah. He, he will tell people I I trust her with a knife more than I trust myself, you know, and I think it's just showing people that, hey, I'm confident, you know, you've got to trust me because the minute you don't trust me and try overcorrecting what I'm doing, that's when it's no longer safe and one of us is going to hurt ourselves. Right. And you know what, if, if someone shows you that they don't trust you, that takes you, you yourself lose the trust in yourself. Mm -hmm. I, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm confident in what I'm doing. So you kind of just need to give me a wide berth, <laughs> you know, and I'll, I'll show you what I can do. And if I need your help, I will ask for it. But <laughs> I'm pretty confident. <laughs> well, you do. You sound pretty confident, Jessica. And today, uh, actually yesterday, uh, you had the Cooking Without Looking recipe of the day, which everyone can go see at www.cookingwithoutlookingtv.wordpress.com. You have the cheddar garlic buttermilk biscuits. Um Tell us about those. Uh, describe how you make those. Okay. Well, this is a recipe that it was years in the making. <laughs> I it, a lot of trial and error. Uh, one of my mom. It was actually one of my mom's favorite things that I made. Uh, shout out to my mom. Rest in peace. But every time I would go up and visit them, I'd say, "Okay, mom, what do you want to eat?" And she'd say, I want, I want cheddar biscuits. I want cheese biscuits. And okay, anything you want, I'll make it. So they, to me, they taste a lot like the cheddar biscuits that you can get at a chain restaurant. Uh, we all know it. It has a, a red crust. There you go. <laughs> I didn't know if we could say it or not. I was going to say it has a red crustacean in the logo. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we all knew what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I, I I figured you would. So, um, you want me just to get into the recipe? I mean, sure, sure go. Okay. So, uh, it's pretty it's pretty basic things that I usually have on hand. That you're going to start off with two and a half cups, give or take, of all purpose flour. Uh, one of unsalted butter plus three tablespoons and then you're going to need a cup of buttermilk two cups of sharp shredded cheddar cheese a tablespoon of dried parsley and then a, ta a heaping tablespoon of granulated garlic or garlic powder and then you need a tablespoon of baking soda. Ah. Now, what I've found through trial and error with biscuits is 
the colder your ingredients, the better your biscuit's going to turn out. So you need to work with your buttermilk and your butter need to be absolutely cold, ice cold. So here's a good trick that I use when I'm making my biscuits because, again, I can't see. So when I need to cut butter into a recipe, instead of using a pastry cutter, I actually pop my butter into the freezer for about 20 minutes. And then I take my box cheese grater and I grate the butter in. So that way all of my pieces are even. Oh, that's a great idea. No pun intended. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that works really well. And even pieces, even distribution, fantastic trick. It works great. So my method, you know, I've, after I've popped my butter into the freezer, I mix my dry ingredients, my flour, my baking soda, the dried parsley, and the cheese. And then I melt the additional three tablespoons of butter, and I add my garlic in, and I set it aside in a little bowl. I take the butter, I grate it. Oh, I usually tell people just watch out for the paper because I have done that before. I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> I've grated the paper in and it's not very tasty when you bite <laughs> the paper when you're eating. <laughs> Nothing like a little paper in your biscuits. That's your yeah, little, ingredient, little right? fiber, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the secret. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I stir my, my butter into the flour mixture. Uh, your cheese is in there. And then I start adding in my buttermilk. Just little drizzles. Uh, the The reason I like making these biscuits so much is because I don't use any machinery. I don't use my mixer. Uh, it's all done by hand. So if you're not excited, you can do it by feel, which is great. So you want to stir your buttermilk in until everything is just combined. It'll start coming together. Your dough will be a little bit crumbly uh, if it's too dry. You can add in a little, drizzle with a little bit more buttermilk. And then what I like to do is I like to get a large piece of wax paper and just kind of pat my dough out into a half inch. And from then I get a biscuit cutter or I get an inverted glass. I dip it in flour and then I start cutting out my biscuits. Uh, another trick I tell people is when you're cutting biscuits out, a lot of people tend to want to push the biscuit cutter down and twist. You don't want to do that. Uh, I've learned that it crimps the edge of your dough and it doesn't allow the maximum amount of air in so that your biscuits will rise. Wow. You just want to press down and lift up. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I'm, I'm a twister, so I'm going to not twist anymore. <laughs> just press it down and lift it right back up. So you're going to you're going to cut your biscuits out and then, you know, of course you'll have the remaining dough that's going to have all of the circles where you cut your biscuits out. I just put those, I push it back together, try not to handle it too much. And then I keep cutting out until I can't really do much else with the little teeny tiny scraps. Ah, okay. You know what we had a, a couple of weeks ago, we had, um, someone on our show, George Wurzel, George is also blind. And he actually 
makes his own biscuit cutters. He he's a wonder with um, with woodworking, and he makes really biscuit cutters. Yeah, he's out of North Carolina. He's on our um, he's on our show, our Cooking Without Looking TV show uh, from December. And yeah, he makes these biscuit cutters, and I guess they're selling like hotcakes. Oh, I'm gonna have to look him up and get one of those. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty cool, and they're not like really expensive or anything, considering that he makes them by hand, each individual one. Great! Oh, that's awesome. I'm gonna have to definitely look him up. So, how many biscuits does does this recipe make? Uh, this recipe depend. It's gonna depend on the size of your biscuit cutter, but it, it makes about a dozen really nice, generously sized biscuits. Um, after I'm done cutting them out, I usually put them on a baking sheet and I line it with parchment paper and then I let them sit on top of my stovetop while my oven's preheating. So they rise for about 15 minutes and then I bake them in the oven. Uh, 425 degrees for about 10 minutes and then I drop the temperature down to 350 an additional 12 to 15 minutes of baking until they're golden brown or you know I'm not sighted so I, I go by feel but if you are sighted into they've got a nice golden brown color you pull them out and that's where your melted butter and your garlic come in because you're going to brush that garlic butter on top of those warm biscuits. Oh nice now as as you mentioned um, you know if you're sighted you can see they're brown how does the top of the biscuit feel if you're um, blind and you want to know if it's done? By feel, it's it's dry. It's not tacky. I just kind of tap it on the top with my finger, and there's a little bit of a hollow feel to it. So a, a tap, 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 and then I know they're done at that point. And then if you very very gently pinch the sides of course you, you're working with a hot oven so be careful <laughs> it shouldn't feel too tacky or doughy on the side just give it a light little pinch that sounds great i know some of my biscuits have turned out that if you tap them you could probably break your um cover <laughs> but <it's... laughs> or you toss them against the wall and there's a hole in the wall but but now i know the right way to make biscuits from you <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> well, let me uh, tell us. Tell us. Um, we're coming to an end now. Tell us your philosophy. Do you have any philosophy of life that you'd like to share with all of us? Well, as as I shared with you, uh, you know, when you said you're gonna, we're gonna talk about your blindness journey. I I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't usually use the word journey for myself. Uh, I know other people do, and that's great, but I usually say that I am a spiritual being and I'm having a very human experience, very, very human. And that's one of the things I have to remind myself every day is I am human. I have to not be so hard on myself. I'm my worst critic. I will, I'll tell you that. My husband will tell you that is I get to be so hard on myself and you should be able to do this, but in the end, it's like, you know, give yourself a break. You are human. You know, you're learning. And for anybody else out there that 
is struggling with a disability or your vision loss, you don't have to be in the dark. There are people out there that will help you get yourself a support group. You know, there's so many resources out there. And just my biggest piece of advice I could give people is don't be ashamed of it. You know, it, it doesn't define you. Your disability should never define you. It's not who you are. So don't let it define you. You can still do everything you did. You might go around and do it a different way, but you can still do the things that you enjoyed before. That's great. That's actually great advice for everyone. Mm -hmm. So Jessica, if someone wants to reach out to you, tell us how they um, contact you. And um, as you said, you've got a Facebook uh, page uh, called The Blind Baker? I do. Uh, it's called The Blind Baker, uh, all lowercase. There are a couple of blind bakers out there in Facebook land. Mine is all lowercase, The Blind Baker. And my thumbnail is a logo that my cousin Brian uh, actually drew for me. So shout out to you, Brian, out in Las Vegas. He drew my logo for me when I told him I was thinking of starting a Facebook page. He said, let me draw your logo. He's a fabulous artist. And he just drew me the, the cutest logo. It looks just like me, but in a cartoon. Oh, how cute. <laughs> yeah, it's got my it's got my glasses. It says the blind baker. And then he wrote Jessica on the little chef's hat. So it's, it's adorable. <laughs> so that's, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, but yeah. I mean, feel free. I share some great recipes. I, I share from other pages and that's where people can find me. Well, that's great, Jessica. Thank you so much for being with us today and uh, sharing your thoughts with us and sharing your cheddar garlic buttermilk biscuit recipe with us. Oh, and thank you so much, Renee. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, I thank you. Thank you. And if all of you want to reach out to um, me and our show, it's um, www.cookingwithoutlookingtv.wordpress.com. Um, if you love what we're doing and support what we're doing, you can go to that page. And at the very top, you can click on um, the donation for Vision World Foundation and Jessica, thank you for helping us change the way we see blindness. Have a wonderful day. You as well. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Bye-bye.